All right, church, get up on your feet. Get up on your feet. Now, life continues to throw disappointments at you, issues, trials, problems, heartache, heartbreak, different things like uh, delayed promotions, um, delayed answers to prayer, things that go on in your life, and you go, where's God? Where's God? Well, today, what I'm going to be sharing with you is uh, something that God dropped in my heart for you. And if you'll participate with all your heart today, you will tap into what God's got to do for you. Amen? Amen. So let's start by reading the scripture. I'm going to read the scripture to you right here. It says, let all those, listen carefully, let all those rejoice who put their trust in you. Have you put your trust in God? All right. Let them shout for joy. Come on. Let them shout for joy. Because He will defend you. He said He will defend you. He said, let also those that love His name be what? Joyful. The Lord will do what to the righteous? He's going to bless the righteous with favor. He's going to surround you. Can you start by shouting? Can you start by giving praise to God? Can you start by being joyful to God? You are the righteous. Amen. You are the righteous. God is promising to bless you. God is promising to turn around the things that are going wrong in your life. In Jesus' name. Well, you may be seated in heavenly places. Supernatural increase and acceleration is my title today. Supernatural means not natural. If you're looking for a natural answer to it, you're looking in the wrong place. It's not logical. It's not rational. It is supernatural. And you know what? Only God gets the glory when it is supernatural. When it is natural, man gets the glory. Who do you want the glory to go to today? God. You want it to go to God. So listen to me. The things that you have been going through are about to change supernaturally. That which has been going down is going to go up. Those that have been going the wrong way is going to turn around and go the right way. Those who have been sick are going to be healed. Those who have been suffering from cancer, you're going to be healed. Those who have been suffering from uh, arthritis, going to be healed. Osteoporosis, you're going to be healed. Pain in your legs, you're going to be healed. Pain in your back, you're going to be healed. Migraine headaches, you're going to be healed. Come on, those who are having problems in their eyes, going to be healed in Jesus' name. There is nothing that God can't do for you if you'll put your trust in Him. And the Bible said, if you put your trust in Him, you'll rejoice today. Glory to God. See, those who've been suffering from financial lack and poverty, it's going to turn around to blessings and to prosperity. Prodigal sons and daughters are coming home. Your family that hasn't been saved is going to give their life to Christ. I believe in supernatural increase and acceleration. Revival means increase. It means supernatural increase. And you know what? You've tapped into this revival. You have participated in this revival. You are set, you have set in motion this increase. Why? Because you began to give over and above the tithe. You began to give supernatural offerings into the revival fund, the building fund. Folks, let me tell you something. A church this side, supernatural offerings in two weeks, $70,000. Come on! Come on! 
These people have tapped in. Those online, I want to let you know that we are blessed that you've participated and that you've given from all over the country. We appreciate that. Thank you so much. God has set things in motion. Your life's going to be different from today as you tap into this. So my title this morning is Supernatural Increase and Acceleration. Say it with me. Supernatural Increase and Acceleration. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 says, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then neither he who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but God who gives the increase. God is the one giving the increase. You have planted, sowed, people have watered. God has been watering, but God is the one giving the increase in your life. Do you know what the Promise Bible says? God is the one who brings supernatural growth. Supernatural growth. That's not natural growth. Well, you can watch, you know, if you have weeds in your garden, that's what it means. Supernatural growth. God does it in Jesus' name. It's coming about. All right. So, you know, when we look at the New Testament, we see supernatural change. We see on the day of Pentecost, 120 people become 3,000 people in one day, maybe in a few hours. Remember the five loaves and two fish that Jesus multiplied and fed about 15,000 people there in a moment's time. In a moment's time, when they didn't have food, God multiplied and sinned. Peter, he had been fishing all night, caught nothing. He was a professional fisherman, caught nothing. Jesus comes along and says, can I use your empty boat? Can I use your business that's not prospering? Yeah, the economy's turned bad on you, but can I use your business for the gospel? I have nothing to give you, God, but I'll take your nothing. I'll take your empty boat. And Jesus preaches the gospel out the empty boat. And then He says to him now, reach out, go down, catch the fish. Come on, let your nets down and catch. And He goes, well, Lord, I've caught all, I've been you know, fishing all night, caught nothing, but nevertheless, at your word, I will do it. Let's read about it. Come on, let's read about it in Luke chapter 5. It says, when He had finished speaking, He said to Simon, put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, I've worked hard all night and I've caught nothing. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. You see, what had happened is that Peter had been working in the natural. Supernatural hadn't touched him yet. But he tapped, ooh, he tapped into the supernatural because he gave to the gospel. When he was in need, when he had worked as hard as he could possibly work and he couldn't do anything more, all his talents hadn't helped him. He gave to God what he could give to God. It was nothing. An empty boat he gave to God. And God blessed him till it overflowed. Then he tapped in to the supernatural. Do you understand? You have tapped into the supernatural. There is supernatural increase coming to you. Some of you widows have been given your little might. Some of you that have been struggling have been given just whatever I could give. God is telling you today, supernatural increase is coming. Supernatural acceleration is coming to you. Let down the nets. Let down the nets. And when he had done so, they caught a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled with their partners to the other boat, come and help us. And they came over and they filled both boats until they begin to sink. I'm talking about a boatload sinking blessing is going to overtake you. You had nothing and now you have something. You had an empty boat, now you have an overflowing boat. Are you talking about struggling and now being blessed beyond words? You were sinking and now you're sinking under the blessing. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Shout this, shout it out loud. I'm letting my nets down because you said so. Come on, turn, tell your neighbor, I'm letting my net down 
Because you said so. Now tell your other neighbor, supernatural increase. Supernatural acceleration. So it's not over yet. What happens? Simon then, look what Simon says in verse 8. He fell down at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord, I'm a sinful man. For he and his companions were astonished at the catch of fish that they'd taken. Supernatural increase will drive you to your knees. Listen carefully to me. It'll drive you to your knees. You think Christina got up and ran around the room beating her chest? Or she went to her knees and said, God, thank you. I recognize you as my source. I've never put my faith in my company. I've recognized you as my source and you brought me through in Jesus' name. Supernatural increase, people, will take you to your knees. Another thing it'll do, it'll reveal your weakness and sin. Watch this now. Watch this now. He said, depart from me, Lord. I'm a sinful man. I'm a sinful man. You see, when the blessings of God hit you, you suddenly realize it's not me. You suddenly realize, oh me, I'm undone. I couldn't do this on my own. It's God in my life. It's what God is doing through me. And you know what? I'm not worthy of this. I'm not worthy of this, God. But you're doing it anyway. You're doing it anyway. I love you, Lord, and I'm trusting you, Lord. But you know what? I realize that I'm a sinner saved by grace. And I'm going to trust you all the days of my life. Can somebody say amen? then you know what it said? Look what it said. It said, his companions were astonished at the catch. Listen carefully to me. People, your friends are going to be astonished at the blessing of God in your life. They were astonished. They saw the miracle. They knew they had worked all night. They had caught nothing. People who know you, relatives who know you, friends who know you. Yeah, but I know you. I know you don't have anything. I know you don't own a house. I know you don't have any children. I know you've been trying to have children. I know that you've been sick. I know about these problems. But now look at you. You've got children. Now look at you. You've got your own house. Now look at you. You've been healed. Now look at you. You've got your promotion. Now look what God is doing in your life. Come on. It's God. It's God. Astonish. Astonish your friends with the blessings of God. Not just like, a, I don't bet and tell somebody about it in case they go, ooh, where did you get that from? You need to tell them where you got it from. God is your source. God is your source. You know, with the children of Israel going through the desert and uh, they got tired of eating supernatural food. Manna. They got tired of it. People, people can, can sometimes, sometimes come to church and they got so used to the presence of God and the worship that they blase about it. Don't have to enter in. I can come late to worship. Doesn't really matter. It doesn't, you know, it's just okay. Da, 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 da. Don't you, don't you become so blasé with the supernatural anointing presence of God that you say, well, I'm going to go find another church. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. See ya, Jack. Hit the road. We are pressing into the presence of God. We are pressing in and we're going to continue to press in. So you know what God does? They complain. So you know what God does? He blows in 
He blows in, look at this, a powerful wind blows all night and blows in quail. So much quail, you can't see the ground. It's three foot deep as far around the camp as a man can walk in a day. That's how much food God sent in. Supernatural acceleration instantly overnight. You may have nothing, but overnight, overnight, God is blowing towards you. Here it comes. The quails are coming. Say the quails are coming. Say the quails are coming. Come on. Say the quails are coming. Can you say the quails are coming? Come on. Get with the program. Glory to God. You know the book of Amos? Chapter 13, chapter 9 says, Behold, the days are coming. The days are coming. Says the Lord that the plowman shall overtake the reaper and the treader of grapes shall sow uh, the seed and and the mountains shall drop sweet wine uh, and all the hills shall melt. That is everything hitherto. Everything hitherto barren. Everything hitherto barren and unfruitful shall overflow with spiritual blessing. You know what God just promised here? He said, there's going to be a season right now breaking loose in your life. There's going to be a season. Hear me now. Listen to me. There's going to be a season breaking loose in your life where you won't be able to harvest the crop in time before the next season to sow will be upon you. You won't have time to say, wait a minute, don't sow anymore. Don't plow. We haven't finished harvesting the crop. Can you see the crop? We're overcome with the crop. Hold back, hold back. And he's going to say, the person stamping out the grapes to make the wine, keep on going, people go. But hang on, we're already sowing seed for the new harvest. We're sowing seed for the harvest. That's what's going to happen. Overtake you. There's going to be so much in your life. You'll be able to get to the bank of time when the new one's coming. It's going to overtake you in the new one's coming. You see, the New Living Testament says this. The time will come, says the Lord, when the grain and grapes will grow faster than they can be harvested. Supernatural acceleration, supernatural abundance. Say it with me. Supernatural. And supernatural. And abundance. You know what the Message Bible says? You've got to love this. The Message Bible says, yes, indeed, it won't be long now, God's decree. Things are going to happen so fast, your head will swim. Oh, gosh, your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of another. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once. And everywhere you look will be blessings. Blessings, blessings everywhere you look. Blessings like wine pouring off the mountain and the hills. Everywhere you look, your head's going to swim. Your head's going to swim. You're going to be dizzy, Miss Lizzie. You're going to look around thinking, what in the world is going on? You say, that's my God. You'll be falling on the floor, standing up, falling on the floor, trying to find your bed, trying to find your bed, kneeling down next to your bed to pray. And then, oh God, here we go. Oh God, help me God, help me God. Trying to get up. Oh God. And the anointing is going to hit you in your bedroom. It's going to hit you in your prayer time. Get up on your feet. Come on. Get up on your feet. Give God praise. Come on. Give God praise. Come on. Hallelujah. Can you shout increase? 
Can you shout amazing blessing? Your head is going to swim. Your head is going to swim. Blessing upon blessing, blessing upon blessing. Hallelujah. All right, sit down. Woo, just hold the seat on the way down so you don't fall. Glory to God. Pastor Henry, when is this going to happen? I'm glad you asked the question. I'm glad you asked the question. When is this going to happen? We're in the book of Amos. We're in the book. Let's just back up two verses and we're going to find out when it's going to happen. In verse 11, listen, chapter 9, verse 11. On that day I will raise up the tabernacle of David, which has fallen down, and repair its damages. I will raise up its ruins and I will rebuild it, rebuild it as it is in the days of old. What's that got to do with it? Oh, people, if you knew about the tabernacle of David, it was something that happened for 40 years in the time of the law. An old tent was used to put the Ark of the Covenant in. The presence of God that just killed somebody because they touched it is now put in an old tent and everybody can come and worship. And the only thing that's going on there is music. They are worshiping and they're praising God with music. They are not sacrificing animals. For 40 years, there's a touch of God's grace that breaks into this Old Testament legalistic system. While across on the other hill, they're still sacrificing, but not at David's tabernacle. They were worshiping and they were praising God. And God said, I'm going to restore the tabernacle of David in the last days. I'm going to put up a tabernacle where people can come and praise and people can come and worship and people can serve me and sacrifice the praise will be totally acceptable to me and you know what the ark of my presence will be in the midst of them and you know what they can touch me they can touch me they can touch me my presence will be there they will touch me they won't die they will live they won't die come on come on come and touch the presence of God Come to the promised church. Touch the presence of God. And you will live. You will live. You will live. He said, I'm going to restore. I'm going to restore the tabernacle of David. Two verses before this. I'm going to restore. God is building the tabernacle right now. Acts chapter 15 verse 14. Simon has described to us how God at first showed his concern by taking from the Gentiles a people for himself. Taking from the Gentiles a people for himself. Not from the Jews. Taking from the Gentiles. Can you hear the Spirit of God calling you? Gentile, can you hear it? Can you hear it? During the tabernacle of David, during the tabernacle of David, the Spirit of God is going to call you. He's going to be calling you to join. He's going to call you to join. Can you hear it? Verse 15, and the words of the prophets are in agreement with this. He said, after this I will rebuild and return, I will return and rebuild David's tent that's fallen down. Its ruins I will rebuild and I will restore it. The question is why? Why is God going to do it? Why is God going to do it? Verse 17 says that the remnant of men may seek the Lord and all the Gentiles who are called Christian, called by my name, 
called by my name, Christ in. They're going to come and seek me. We are raising the temple, right? We're raising the tent right here at the Promised Church. God is busy building the tabernacle of David right here supernaturally. So people may come and seek the Lord. Those that God's Spirit is drawing them. The angels are helping us. People are talking to people. People are coming from all over the show. People are being told, go to the Promised Church. Go to the Promised Church. There's life. There's the power of God. You can get healed there. God will prosper you there. You can come out of debt there. Go to the Promised Church. God is busy building the tabernacle of David. His presence is here right now with us. That you may come and seek Him. That you may come and seek Him. Now people, we know bad stuff's going to happen in the end days, don't we? We know that's going to happen in days. But you know what? We also know. (sighs) In the last days, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Wow! 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 In the last days. Are we living in the last days? We're sure living in the last days. Are you flesh? Pinch yourself. Are you flesh? Pinch yourself. Not your neighbor, yourself. If you're flesh and we're living in the last days, God promised to pour out His Spirit on you, on you, on you, on you, on you, on you. You can't escape. If you're on this earth and it's the last days, He promised to pour out His Spirit on you. Go ahead, Lord, pour out your Spirit. Come on. Go ahead, Lord, pour out your Spirit. Pour out your Spirit right now. I'm ready to receive. Pour out your Spirit on me, Lord. See, Numbers 14, 21 says, But indeed, as I live, as the earth will be filled with the glory of the Lord. And Habakkuk 2, 14 says, For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. The Spirit of God is the glory of the Lord. The Spirit of God is the glory of God. Are you hearing me now, people? Say, here comes the glory. Come on, mean it. Here comes the glory. Here comes the glory. I'm ready for revival. Come on, God. Come on, God. I'm ready for revival. Here comes the glory. Pour out your spirit on me. Pour out your spirit. Pour out your glory. Say, I receive your glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Paul, on the way to Rome, on board a ship, they hit a storm, a very, very bad storm. They get tormented by this. They get beaten up by the storm. In fact, they lose everything. The ship goes down, everything, except their lives. You know how bad the storm was. In Acts 27, 15, it says, and the ship was caught by the storm. Everyone say, caught by the storm. Say it again, caught by the storm. The ship was caught by the storm and they could not head into the wind and we gave way to it and were driven along. You know what I hear? You hear what I hear? You have been caught by a storm. You have been caught by a storm in your life and now you've been driven along by that storm and you can't turn your ship around. You can't turn your ship around. You've been driven by the storm. You have been beaten up by the storm. It's fierce. There's been violent battering that's been going on. Do you feel like your ship 
has been beaten up by a storm right now and that this is a storm of life and you're going, oh God, I need to get out of this. Today is the day of your deliverance. Today is the day you will face down your storm. Today is the day your ship is going to turn around. Hear me now. Divine supernatural increase. Divine supernatural abundance. And it's going to come with supernatural acceleration. Have you thrown up your hands? Have you thrown your hands up in despair? Things that you've heard and seen that you were thinking was going to go differently? Go, go, God, I'm depressed. Thrown up my hands in the storm. Have you given way to the storm? Have you surrendered to the storm? Do you think this is all there is and it can't get any better? Are you caught by the storm or are you calling the storm? I'm not talking about negative confession. Just listen carefully to me. I'll answer that in a moment. You see, in 1 Kings 18, Elijah said to Ahab, Get up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. He's calling the storm. He's calling the storm. There's a sound of abundance of rain. My question is, who are you listening to? Who are you listening to? You see, what you listen to, you'll become. Can you hear the sound of abundance or can you only hear the sound of lack? It's a storm that's beating on your ship, causing you only to see the problems in your life. Are you being overcome by those problems? Because that's all you hear. That's all you see. That's what you're focusing on. You're going to have to turn your attention today to the God of increase, the God of overflow, the God of abundance. The God is here to supernaturally change your life overnight. Are you hearing me? It's going to happen overnight. It's going to happen supernaturally. So Ahab, the king, he went up to eat and to drink. And Elijah went to the top of Carmel. And he bowed down to the ground, put his face between his knees. And he said to his servant, go up now, look towards the sea. I don't know if you know this, but you know, Elijah didn't initiate this whole contest. Elijah didn't call this meeting on Mount Carmel. God told Elijah, I want you to go to Ahab, the king. Ahab, the king, wanted to kill him. He's been hiding for three and a half years. Remember by the brook, he's been hiding. And then he's been hiding somewhere else because God told him, because of the sin, stop the rain. Elijah stopped the rain. Now God says to him, now you go to the king. You go to the king. But wait a minute, God. The king is going to kill me. He said, the king is going to kill me. I can't go to the king. Look here in 1 Kings 18, verse 1. On the th in the third year, the, the word of the Lord came to Elijah. Go and present yourself to Elijah, and I will send rain on the land. You see, Elijah didn't initiate this whole thing. Elisha didn't initiate the rain. Elisha did not initiate the breaking of the storm. God said to Elijah, get up, come out of hiding, and go face your enemy. Get out of hiding, stand up and be counted, face your enemy, face to face, face them down. Go, I'm with you, I'm sending you, you'll be strong, you'll be anointed, and guess what? I've got miracle power waiting to back you up. Go and face your enemy. Listen, church, 
Go face your enemy. Face down that demon. Face down that sickness. Face down that poverty. Face down that depression. Face down those things. Stand up and say enough is enough. Enough is enough. I'm not letting my ship be driven by the storm anymore. I'm standing up. I'm going to face my storm in Jesus' name. And I know that God is going to support me. He's given me a word. He's given me a word. Many of you had words just last weekend from the prophet. Many of you have had words before. Listen to me. Stand up and believe God that those words are going to come to pass. God said it. God said it. Believe it. Believe it. I believe what Prophet Esther said. I believe revival's coming. I believe God's manifested presence is here. I believe the manifestation of God. I believe the visitations are coming. I believe there's going to be resources released. I believe it. God said it through her. God said it through her. I'm going to face my enemy. I'm going to stand up and look death in the eyes. I'm going to say sickness no more. No more. You don't step another further. It's a red line I'm drawing. The red line is the bloodline in Jesus' name. Come on. Draw a bloodline. Draw a bloodline. Draw a red line. Make it the blood of Jesus. Thus far, no more. Thus far, no more. Elijah had to do his part. He had to face the enemy. He also had to pray. He had to pray for the rain. But God promised the rain. But he had to pray for the rain. But God promised the rain. But he had to pray for the rain. But God promised the rain. But he's had to pray for the rain. Are you there? You gone home? And then he had to knock down and beat down and kill the 450 prophets of Baal. How many prophets of Baal are standing against you? So the question is, are you praying for the rain? The question, are you praying for the promises? Are you praying for that supernatural abundance? Are you praying for that supernatural increase, that supernatural uh, 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 acceleration? I gotta ask you this question. What do you see on your horizon? What do you see in your future? Do you see supernatural supply? Do you see supernatural abundance? Do you see supernatural increase? Or do you see more of the same? Do you see more sickness? Do you see more poverty? Do you see more problems? Do you see more uh, divorce? Do you see more unhappiness? Do you see a change? Do you see a change in your future? What are you looking at? Are you planning on doing something big for God? Are you saying, God, here I am, use me. I want to do something in the name of Jesus. I want my name to be recorded in your name. God, here I am, use me. Do you want your business to be used by God? What is on your horizon? Listen to me very carefully. What is the greatest influence on your imagination? Is it you, the devil, or God? Your imagination is what you see. It's your hope. It's what you see. It's your horizon. It's your future. Are you controlling that with negative pictures? More of the same? Is the devil tormenting you that things are going to get worse? He's showing you worse than what you've got now. Or is God going to be controlling that imagination? Are you going to let God be God in your life? Are you going to start saying, I hear the abundance of rain. I see God's hand moving in my life. I believe for supernatural increase and supernatural acceleration, as he said. So Elijah is praying. He says to his servant in verse 43, Go look. Go look towards the sea. He said, there's nothing. There's nothing. Your prayers aren't working. God has abandoned you. Nothing is working. You've tried, you tried, you did what God said, but it's not working. You're on your own, buddy. You're on your own. 
shut up and go again. Five times he's come back. Still nothing. Told you there's nothing. Nothing. Your days are over. Your anointing is gone. There's nothing. There's nothing. Shut up and go again. Six times he comes back. What do you see? I hate to tell you this. I hate to tell you this. Uh, the news is all over. There's nothing. There's nothing. CNN is telling us there's nothing. He says, what's, what's Fox saying? <laughs> Go again. Seven times. Seven times. Go again. Go again. Go again. Go again. Go again. Come on. I see nothing. I see nothing. I see nothing. I still see nothing. God promised I'm going to go again till it comes in Jesus' name. Woo! Glory to God. Somebody shout, here comes God. See, there may be no cloud on your horizon. That's okay. Stay in faith. Don't be moved. Don't quit. Don't quit. In verse 44, then it came to pass on the seventh time that he said, there is a cloud as small as a man's hand rising out of the sea. A small cloud means the beginning of something new. Something new. There's been a change on your horizon. There's been a change in the future. The storm has stopped. There's been a change. A small cloud is coming up out of the sea. A small cloud. A cloud that's going to turn to blessing. A cloud that's going to turn to abundance. Can you hear the abundance of rain? Even though you see the small cloud, it may be an incy-wincy tiny uh, increase. It may be. But hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Don't quit. Go again. 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 Here comes the cloud. Here comes the cloud. It's God's blessing heading towards you. Don't get off your knees. Don't get off your knees. Don't listen to the devil when he says it's not working. It's not working. You say, shut up. Devil, you go look again. Devil, you go look again. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You go look. You know why? I'm calling a storm. I'm not caught in a storm. I'm calling the storm. I'm calling the storm. A storm of blessing. A storm of ferocious wind. A storm of abundance. A storm of rain. It's going to change the drought into a rainy day. Glory to God. Say the rainy day is coming. The rainy day is coming. Are you ready for the rain? Are you ready for the rain? It's going to come suddenly. Yeah, I'm going to tell you something, exponential increase. It's going to come suddenly, release of resources. Here comes God. Here comes God. Here comes the glory. Hallelujah. Here comes the increase. So he says to Ahab, he tells his servant, go tell Ahab, prepare your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. There's just a hand out there. There's a tiny cloud. What what does Elijah say? Before the rain stops you before the rain stops you. Can you talk about the blessings of God as though they are here right now? Can you talk about the blessings of God and you tell your people around you, just watch. You hide and watch. 
you hide and watch. My God promised, and I've been praying, and I've been worshiping, and I set in motion some things I gave to that building fund. I've set things in motion, and I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to back down. I'm going to press in and press in and press in because that cloud, that little cloud is going to be a ferocious storm, but a storm that I've called. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You better get off my mountain. You better get off. Put your umbrella up, sweetheart. Put your umbrella up. Get down my mountain before this rain washes you away. Shout, here comes the rain. Again, here comes the rain. Can you hear it? Can you hear it? And it happened in the meantime that the sky became black with clouds and wind, and there was a heavy rain. So Ahab rode away and went to Jezreel, 20 miles away. And then the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah and girded him, and he girded up his loins, and he ran ahead of Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. Elijah has been in a drought for three and a half years. He's been fed by birds, meat and bread, and then by a little widow woman. He wasn't a big man. He was probably a skinny man, and the wind could have blown him away. But you know what happened? The hand of God came upon him. That is the anointing of God. That is the glory of God came upon him. And he ran 20 miles and beat the king's chariot to Jezreel. When the hand of God is upon you, you can do supernatural feats. When the hand of God is upon you, when the glory of God is upon you, He's raising you up to do mighty things right now, right here. This is your time. This is the tabernacle of David being being built and you have been invited. He said by the Spirit, He's calling you to be part of this step. You have been invited and the hand of God is upon you. He's raising you up. You have supernatural abilities. You just haven't used them. Glory to God. The glory of God is here. The glory of God is here. All right. He's anointed you for this moment. You see, the hand of God is upon you to accomplish the purposes and plans for your life. You know you can't do the natural. You're not smart enough. You need God's supernatural ability in your life. Say yes. I need supernatural ability from God. And God's hand is upon you. This is the last days. My spirit, the glory of God will cover all. Every flesh, your flesh will be covered by the glory of God in the last days. He's raising you up. You need to rise up. You need to rise up. Here comes God. Say, here comes God. Say the blessings of God. The supernatural increase and acceleration is mine. I hear the sound of abundance of rain. Can you say the hand of God is upon me to accomplish His plans and His purposes for my life? Say, I have supernatural abilities. Come on, get up on your feet, people. Get up on your feet. Say, the glory of God is upon me. I'm rising up. Here comes God. Come on, God. Supernatural increase. Supernatural acceleration. I hear the sound of abundance. Your promise is fulfilled in my life. I will not quit. I'm going to go again. I'm going to go again. Come on, say, I'm going to go again. I'm going to go again. Say, here it is. Here it is. It's mine in Jesus' name. Now rejoice like you mean it. Come on. Rejoice like you mean it. Come on. 
It's yours in the name of Jesus. Take it. Take it. It's yours in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. No demon can stop you from receiving. No demon can stop you. No drought can stop you. No sickness can stop you. No pain can stop you. No financial difficulty can stop you. God is on your side. Here comes the glory of God. Here's the hand of God upon you. He's raising you up. Run, church. Run. Run, church. Run. Come on. Come on. Say, come on, God. Come on, God. I receive. I receive your supernatural abundance increase and acceleration right now in the name of Jesus I call a storm that will change my life by the power of God immediately instantly supernaturally in Jesus mighty name rejoice one more time hallelujah do you have it So remember to kneel when you pray because it's a shorter distance to fall. And you don't have any catches. Or turn around, put the bed behind you and pray. I'm telling you, you're going to see it and I want to hear about it. I want to hear about it. I believe God dropped this message in my heart for you to encourage you to turn things around. It's God's plan. It's God's purposes. And for all of those who are watching online, I hope that you sense the presence and the power of God that we did here. I wish that you could be with us. I know many of you cannot, but I know that God's presence was right there with you and that you are rejoicing just as we are rejoicing here at the Promised Church. Amen. Well, if you need prayer for anything, I don't think you do. But we'll be happy to pray for you if you need prayer or anything. Please use the door on the way out. God bless you. Have an awesome week. In Jesus' name. The glory of God is upon you. The cloud is upon you. His hand is upon you. Supernatural acceleration. Supernatural increase. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We'll have our prayer team come out. Thank you, Lord.